The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Christopher Lewis and Tina Bachrath. And welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between. And always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. And if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently. And if you're already in a relationship, we'll help you keep it fresh. Perfect. Keeping it fresh. Hey, Tina. So, along the lines of keeping it fresh... Tell me, what's our topic for the day? Well, I don't know if you've kept up with the news, but the big story this week Mm -hmm. has been all about Jerry Falwell Jr. I've heard a little bit about this. This is It's really interesting. Okay. So, Jerry Falwell Jr., in case some of you don't know, his dad was the huge televangelist on TV for years. Um, Jerry's a huge part of the evangelical Christian community. He was president of Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay. Was president. <laughs> Past tense. Past tense. Like that. So apparently it had come out at first his wife was having an affair with a pool guy. Okay. Well, as it turns out, Jerry and his wife Becky had hired this pool guy that oh. they had seen at a resort. And to have sex with Becky while Jerry watched. Okay, so they're getting a little freaky deaky nasty around here. Freaky. And at first I thought it was interesting that he threw her under the bus and then he finally came clean. Well, he had to because the pool boy had taped conversations. And, and outed them. And yes. Okay. And uh, totally, yes. Wow. And he was supposedly uh, blackmailing them. So the, the interesting thing, then, to go further, so I'm watching the other night, I'm watching Bill Maher. Okay. And Bill says, you know, what is it with these rich guys like watching their wives to have sex with other people? Because Paul Manafort, who was Trump's presidential campaign, was in the campaign to help him get elected. And Roger Stone, who was a political consultant, same right. thing. Yeah. But Bill had made it sound like it was, you know, the women were being denigrated. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if I agree with that. I think there are women that do enjoy this. I don't think it's, it may, it, I guess there are circumstances it could be, but you know, it kind of reminded me back in the old days mm-hmm. that, you know, women weren't supposed to enjoy sex and it was strictly for procreation. Right, just making babies, pushing them out. So my thought was, Chris, okay, how do you initiate a threesome? Um, what are the boundaries that you set up before you have this threesome? Like, this Becky chick ended up falling for this pool guy, I think. I mean, she became emotionally attached to him and depended upon... This was something that went on, oh gosh, I think five, six, seven years. Oh, wow. This was not some one-night deal. So again... With the pool guy? With the pool guy. That guy must have been something special. Yeah. Okay, all right. Apparently so, because she was very emotionally attached. So... How do you set up these boundaries so that the
Do you care? I mean, this okay. just opened up a whole set of questions for me. Okay. Well, first of all, let's just uh, acknowledge that Becky with an I, yes. not an Y, was like, I want the pool boy, first of all. All right. We'll start with that. But anyways, I guess the topic we're going to converse now is threesomes with yes. this whole situation. This is a very good topic to talk about, Tina. Well, again, how do you even approach somebody? Right. And then again... I mean, I would think that you would have a conversation with your spouse, partner. You know, what are the parameters? Is it right. just going to be the three of us? Is this one night deal? Yeah, um, there's there's many uh, situations with this, and I and I'm sure we all all know a lot of people who have had threesomes or or have gotten through certain situations, whether they be full long term right. or short term. Or well, you know, I, it reminded me of back when uh, Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher were married. Okay, and apparently they had had a threesome. But then he carried it on oh, after. He went so off he on his own. See, he went off on no. his own. And that, from what I understand, is not okay. okay. That is not within the parameters for most people. Of course, of course. Because that now you've just um, you've changed the rules. And yes. once the rules are changed, you're, it's almost like now... Um, two people or there's going to be everyone else going to someone's going to be unhappy in this situation right so how did the lines how do the lines not get blurred okay something well, let, like this well let's backtrack let's start okay. off by saying like um for instance you're dating someone you know and all of a sudden like you you might in your past have said hey you know i've i've actually kind of this is what i'm into and we all want to hopefully satisfy our partner's sexual fantasies and things like that because let's face it a, th- a threesome is a big fantasy for a lot of people well i think too it, and i don't know what the statistics are on this it would be interesting how many of them are dating and how many of them are relationships that they've been married for who knows 15 20 25 years and maybe they're just bored with just each other that's true they need a little spicing up right which is also maybe the case like you said with the rich guy situation the jerry falwells and all the other people that's probably what happened you know because if they're not around enough and giving their significant other what they need sexually or pleasurably either it'd be really funny to know if becky with an eye was the one who suggested it in the first place well that's yeah that's what i wonder you know and i'm sure i wonder if this pool guy was even the first person the pool guy is just an innocent bystander just doing a duty for the others and wouldn't you think too if you're as wealthy as jerry falwell jr or any of these guys if you've got a crap ton of money wouldn't you maybe hire someone that no because that also has to sign like a non-disclosure so they don't go and tape you and right right on tv that's a good point but after seven <laughs> years five to seven years of this relationship i mean it's probably it was far too in it to even think about that now as well well by that time yes right but, right you know you would just think someone in the public eye would be a little smarter that's correct than to choose someone and keep it going and not somehow protect yourself right right um, from being outed yeah and losing your job good point well let me start from the beginning I'm going to share a story about myself please first of all do. so please enlighten us <laughs> I'm going to let me fill you in on some wise knowledge here Miss Bachroth um, so first of all threesomes in my mind are like freaking hot but the other side of it is that I always think I want one and then I sit there and go I kind of really don't want one you know it's funny I've heard guys say that yeah. it's just like too much going on and and there's too much pressure. Right. Well, it's not about too much going on the pressure. I can handle that. You know, I'm a stand-up guy. <laughs> I will can. handle the pressure. The problem with me is, and it's not really even about sharing. It's just like something where it's like the intimacy that I have with who I'm with, it's it's like, it's, it's so great already that there really isn't any room for anybody else.
else, if that makes any sense. Even though fantasy-wise, I always feel like, what if we step outside the box, honey? And it's just like, well, I don't really want to step outside the box. I kind of like the box I'm in. You know, I I, first of all, I just want to say I haven't had much. I haven't had any experience. Zero. Zero. Okay. However, um, I'm also of the opinion, though, and talking, having talked to other friends that have, if you're dating somebody, I think it's fine. Once you're in a relationship. I, I don't know anybody that that's worked out well for. Because again, I don't care what parameters you set up. You're a human being. It's human to feel jealous yeah. of seeing someone else with your partner. Which is a very good point. And I've, I've with my experience, so uh, back in the day for myself, there's this couple that were married. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I met them out. And by the way, in that time for me, you're right, I was single at the time. So it made it, it, made it fun for me because I sure. was single. I had I had no responsibilities to anybody else except for myself back then. So I jumped into a few of them just because I was single. Sure. But so at this point, this married couple, which became really, really good friends of mine, like for years, um, for some reason, somehow they had it worked out perfectly where they were fine with it. But once again, there's rules behind it that you should always set in these situations and doing something like this, especially if you're married or in a long-term relationship, because eventually you're right. Someone's going to get jealous or their feelings are going to get hurt. And that's the tough part of having these threesomes well doing this so for me um wife beautiful you know the guy you know he's a good guy and things like that and they finally got me into bed with them um it was pretty amazing and we did it a few times and there was never any animosity or jealousy in this whole situation of years of knowing them um down the road you know he always asked me to bring in another girl for him just because he just didn't want me to be with his wife all the time like that which was totally acceptable and fine um but at the same time i know that down the road um he eventually got into something with another couple because they you know down the way and i think that he ended up having extramarital affairs outside of this true trust and went on his own a few times and that's when he got in trouble and him and the wife finally got divorced because of it yeah because there's the argument well you said it was okay exactly and then so again the lines become blurred right let me ask you this okay so uh, because i'm sure a lot of you out there listening to this are thinking the same thing how does the conversation even come about hey chris want to come over like right where how where are you approached what is the approach? Right. What, what verbiage do they use to get you over? You'd be surprised. And so it's, it's like I said, there was a few times, like even at the club, where I had um, the girl approach me and say, hey, you know, my boyfriend or doesn't mind if, you know, we, we think you're hot. Um, can you come home with us? And I've had the guy approach saying, hey, my girlfriend and my wife really thinks you're hot. Can you come home with us? So I don't really know if there's a, um, a rule to it as long as both are on the same page. But I can tell you this though, from my standpoint, which I've done it wrong many a times, people. And I know a lot of you guys out here have probably done this wrong. So listen up very, very closely. <laughs> Always let the woman approach the woman in this situation. Maybe it's the guy approach the guy. Maybe that's the case. But the woman should always approach the woman because I've tried to approach the woman with my girlfriends in the past, and it always went south because the girl. I've had a few girls go, "Well, what does your girlfriend think?" Well, and then the girlfriend go, "Well, if you would have just let me approach her, we could have been going home with this girl tonight." So I fucked it up, and I was like, "God damn it, man, this sucks." So who knew there there's there are some rules. There are right, right, and I've and I've once again hear me laugh people i <laughs> fucked it up every single time i messed up and i was sitting there holding the bag going god damn you know so well, is there but 
how do they know to approach you? I guess is there a look right. that you give first that gives the okay so are to you, an approach and say something? But are you asking me from my standpoint on how well, I, I guess did it? Because I did it wrong. Okay. You know, I approached the girl even though I knew like my significant other was probably going to be into the girl. I would just assume that you know, let me let me ask outright. Let me just hey, you want to come home? Da da da. So unless the once again, your significant other and you have a rule saying that, look, if whoever you ask, make sure you bring to me, da-da-da. But for the most part, I know that the woman should always approach the woman. Okay. Let the girl decide. Interesting. Yeah. On the other side of it as well... Um, I know a lot of people out there who think that threesomes are amazing and everything, and it, it's once again, it's 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 very rule bending. But some people can do it, still be happily married and whatever, because this is what they need. And so, going back to the question you're asking is who approaches whom, and how do you even have this conversation and talk about it in the first place? I have a really good friends of mine, and they they swing. You know, I guess let's just call it what it is. It's that somewhat swinging. swinging when you're married. Swinging. You know, it, it, it is swinging when you're married. You know, because you, what other word do you call it? You know, you're you're married. So you're going to go out, you're going to look for something else, correct? All right. So this couple friends of mine, great friends of mine, um, they do it really well. I mean, they, they communicate well. um, But that's the answer for my side. I know them really well. And they communicate really, really well with each other. Well, I was going to say there has to be, there has to be some rules to this. There has to be a communication. You have to know your partner pretty darn well to um, be that trusting doing something like this. And you have to be, there's got to be like no insecurities behind it at all. If you're going to go out and do this, there's no insecurity. Okay, but see, I that, mean, that's, that's where you guys, I'm sorry, I call bullshit Okay, that. And I say that because everybody has insecurities. Well, of course we do. Everybody. Right, of course. And I guarantee you, I would love to see, this is something I'd be interested in, tracking swingers if you will right. tracking them swing just how many of them were they able to handle it how many relationships did it break up right. did it result in one or both of the people straying outside of that okay i just personally i feel like that just opens a whole can of worms of course okay well let's dig a little deep well, i'm sorry let's go inside a little deeper let's put a microscope on this thing what if you're like you know me and my partner we're into you tina we want to bring you home and now we're in bed with you and we're messing around have i overstepped my boundaries by doing too much with you and all of a sudden like she's not doing enough or vice versa you're paying me more attention than her there's all these triangular rules that are going on which is exactly my argument right that how you can't control people's feelings you can't at all right so all i can say is i think this is just a huge risk to take in a relationship okay um I, but you're I, saying that someone like jerry Fowler, who says he claims that he only sits and watches at that yeah. time point well, in you time know what's funny about how this? can someone just sit there and watch what was what interested in me and i found fascinating was watching or listening to the interview with him mm-hmm. i was listening to the conversation with the pool they interviewed the pool guy yeah. okay on cnn and they had um transcripts from his phone calls okay with them okay because of course he tape recorded them and and um, Becky, with an eye, apparently had become very um, emotionally attached 
to him. Okay. And Jerry to the pool boy to the pool boy. And uh, Jerry would even text him and say, "Hey, you know, Becky has, or, or someone misses you. She hasn't heard from you in a while." Okay. So who doesn't hear from the pool boy? I mean, he's there all the time cleaning their damn pool. Well, no, they <laughs> met him at a resort as oh, a pool boy. Okay, gotcha. And then it just went into this relationship that he felt that he couldn't get out of because she was so emotionally attached to him. But Jerry seemed like he was okay with that emotional attachment, which makes my mind wonder, well, was the marriage already kind of on the fringe? Is he happy to have to have um, her put her focus on the pool guy hmm. rather than him. Hmm. Maybe it's just like, you know what? I'm Maybe so Jerry glad had somebody, somebody on the else side. play babysitter. That's a scene. I think Jerry had someone else on the side and he fucked up. And now it's like Missy was like, sorry, Becky with an I. I'm going to call her Missy. Little Missy wanted her own shit and said, you know what? I'm going to go out on my own, do my own thing. And so you better get along or I'm going to screw you over. Or is it the woman's personality um, well, and speaking general in generalizations, did she? Is it just a woman's nature to get attached to someone like that? Right, right. Um, I think once I mean, again, we're I, talking about years here, people. We're not talking about one night, of course, one night thing. This is something that went on for I, four, five, six years. Right. See, so from my standpoint and aspect, you know what's really funny about what you just said? The, in the few instances that I've known people that have split up because of situations like this or broken up, it was the guy that always emotionally got attached to the other, not the wife or the girlfriend getting attached. Interesting. Yeah, because there's always another female involved, more so. Unless you're doing like a foursome or something, but we're talking threesomes here. So I know it's the guy that gets attached more than the girl getting attached to the girl. Right. Because it's just it's just a more of a hormonal thing. Well, and the other thing is, so how many threesomes are... A guy, uh, is it two guys and one girl? Well, that was me with that couple. It was okay. me, you know, right. like my, and they were like became best friends of mine. You know, it's like it's like it was the two guys and the girl, which is you know not complaining. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting. Let yes. me tell you that of Long Beach, yeah. But on the other aspect, with my really good friends also that I, we hang out with a lot now. I mean, it's just you know, it's there. It's always another girl. So and she like she likes women as well so that's something that the conversation that comes up once again where you're dating someone being going hmm so um look at here we're going to talk about stuff i like women what do you think about bringing someone else so it could be the girl maybe approaching in these aspects as well which i think in my new couple's case that i hang out with by the way which right. which are awesome um i think she was the one that brought that up you know and and he was already into stuff like that anyways interesting yeah yeah it's um I just feel like you're opening something up that sometimes there's a can of worms that you can't turn back. Right. But also, I do think that there are a lot of women, obviously, like you were just saying about mm-hmm. your friend, that do enjoy this. So I kind of took a little offense the other night when I heard them trying to make it sound like, oh, these poor women are being degraded by these men. Yeah. I but, don't think so. I don't I don't think it. But who's I, saying that? I mean, that's if it's coming from like more of the church, the evangelistic sort of situation or the Republican side, then yes, of course, who do you think they're going to? Well, of course, this, the was, women being, over the this was being spoken about on a political show right. and the people all, you know, so far that I've mentioned are, you know, Republicans. So I can see where they were trying to it's do It's like that. saying like, oh, poor guys, like your wife. It's like, no, the wife, screw that. You know, she's a strong fucking woman. She knows what she wants. And you know, let's face it. There's a lot of women that call the shots in relationships. Thank you very so much. So I'm sure that if there, if the woman wasn't comfortable with it, she'd speak right up and say, you know what, I'm going to cut your nuts off. If you Once know. again, it's not going to happen. Right. Once again, why do you think my threesome attempts failed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my strong women said, uh, 
if you would have just let me lead, you could be getting some tonight extra. And I'm like, God damn it. I fucked up again. See, sometimes you just need to shut up, Chris. See, guys? So once again, if you're listening, because I know there's a lot of women that listen to the show, but guys, if you listen, let the women lead. Trust me on this one. So, but what if you, what if you, let's, let's say you live in a town. Okay. Where there's not that many bars or places that you know to pick somebody up. Okay. You know, I, I guess you can do the online thing, right? There are, there's got to be online. Right. So I discovered that there is something online, which once again, my couple that I hang out with a lot, you know, who are into this, they basically, and by the way, for the record, I have had never done anything with them, me and my partner. So they're just good friends. Other than that, yeah, they're amazing, but we've never done anything with them. Okay. So that's, let's just make sure that you guys know that. Yeah. But I love you guys anyways. um, But anyways, there is a site that they go to, to find singles or couples and they have this interaction with them. And then that's how they bring them home because back in the day what was it in off a of craigslist or whatever like right. that oh yeah craigslist or you go to swingers bars right you know um there's this thing called mash pleasure um here in la that actually that i have to admit that my uh significant other my partner we went to this one time just to see what it was like is it, is it a club it actually is at a house it's almost like remember that thing called the sanction the sanctum that oh, was on um, yes. yeah they had a special on it on showtime as well um so the sanctum which is a high-end super high amount of money you have to pay for to get in this club of you know couples or singles and things like that to actually swing and view and things like that as well um but there's a cell phone called mass pleasure that we actually got into I mean how hard is it to get into I mean we're both good looking people so it was like an easy bib for us right we got in right away right. so we get there to this party and I have to admit I, I I actually not that I wanted to join but I absolutely kind of like being around that atmosphere because it's it's taboo it's fun it's different it's risque well, what are they doing in there I mean they're fucking they're straight up fucking they're part of my language but they are fucking in there like they give us some <laughs> drinks you know and, we're, and we were like my partner like oh, and we're she's like going okay oh, we're Where's the music? Where's like the where's the guy leading this thing? I mean, isn't this a show? No, you have some drinks, you talk to people. Next thing you know, everybody's upstairs. It's a full on orgy all over the place upstairs. So you meet people there, you and meet then people. if you if, if consenting people can go into these That's rooms correct. and live out their fantasy. But remember, this is once again, this is a um, uh, um, invite only sort of situation. You and become you're a member to get in. Correct. And so you're a member of this and literally once you're in, you're in, you can go to all the parties for all the time now. So, but we went, we watched and we went in every room like, and it was, like I said, I mean, people are just straight up doing different things and singles, you know, there's maybe like, you know, we got turned on. So we, you know, we kissed in the corner and stuff, but we were not going to join. We got approached by a lot of people as well. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but you know, the funny thing is about it, is that the people at these places are so respectful they're so nice and they they it's not like they they're not, they're not seedy like they're not like like that like that seedy guy in the corner trying to get to you or or nasty looking i mean they're very respectful and so the people that came up to us you know they asked us first time here we're like yeah and they were so they spoke with us and they asked us down the road so you guys want to maybe join and we're like no you know we're just watching well okay you guys enjoy yourself look around and da 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 so i thought it was great to go to well that's what i think is cool when you can go somewhere where you know there are going to be like-minded people correct because i mean i've been approached on a couple of occasions one time i was i thought it was cute 
because okay. this really this <laughs> was guy, he twelve? These he looked like it. They were seriously these this young couple yeah. that uh, we let sit with us at this crowded bar. Okay, there was nowhere to sit, and they were cute young couple. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want to sit down here? And we're talking. And she and I had been to a lot of the same places in Hungary. Like, right. A lot of a lot of our trips, we had a lot in common. And they said they were from oh god, like Sun Valley or something, somewhere okay. far. And they had just driven in to see friends. So. Anyway, I thought, God, she's so cool. I'm like, let's exchange numbers. If you're ever back in Pasadena, we'll all meet up again. And we left, and that was it. And on the way home, I get this text message. Hey, um, we think that you're really hot. And her and her husband wanted to get together with me, which I loved because they were like, 22. They were so young. I was like, oh my God, look at me. I'm so hot. These people like me. So that was uh, For the record, people, Tina is hot. Yeah, so I, I can see why the 20 years wanted her. <laughs> it was really, it was, you know, I felt like it was a compliment. Right. And I appreciated their straight upness about it. And I guess I appreciated it because it was over a text and not in person. But then I've been... I don't, I don't want to say approached, but there are people that I've had, like, that make me feel creepy. Yeah. Like, I know they're kind of sizing us up. Okay. And like, they're looking at you weird. like a piece of meat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes I would appreciate if you would just be like, hey, are you into this? And I could be like, thank you, but no. Right. And we could just move forward. Right. So, it, it's... That's why I say I wonder how people approach people because right. you know it's if you're being straight up about it I think it's fine but when yeah. you're just being creepy and you're just kind of hovering around and yeah. you feel this weird vibe about it right so if you, at least if there's a website see I I I'm with clubs. you on that like I I like I said I've been approached a few times you know and I've also been in situations but every time has always been um, very. Very nice, very like um, um, I can't. I don't want to say supportive, but right. you know, it's just like. But they weren't. They weren't creepy. They weren't. They weren't too pushy. Um, but they were respectful. Is the word I'm looking for. Because well, I, all I can say is, for those of you that are into it, if you think that you're being uh, sneaky or that you're sizing somebody up and they don't know it, trust me. We know what you're doing. Yeah, of course. So you're just better off to straight out come up with it. Right. And that way, because I don't, I don't mind directness. Right. What I mind is that creepy vibe of feeling like I'm being checked out and evaluated. Okay. And, and the, um, the, hey, I think, instead of, hey, you're such a great wife, it's, God, you know, you're such a great wife. It's the, the presentation. Right. You know, but you're, you. but you see, but you're saying this from a guy's standpoint. See, once again, it's probably the guys that are doing this to you more yes. than the girls, oh, right? Oh, totally. Okay, so once again. I mean, I've had one girl try right. to come on to me once who put her hand on my leg underneath the table. Oh, do tell some more. I, <laughs> Share. I'm listening. <laughs> this was, these were some hairdresser friends of ours. That's that always the hairdressers. What's up right? with that? I don't you know, know what it is either. You hairdressers. Do you are guys are kinky. a crazy bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've dated a few hairdressers. They are some crazy. They are some crazy yeah. ladies. <laughs> Not to mention some of the guys, because we know some guys that are hairdressers. Just as you know. Oh, it was yeah. really funny though, and it, it, we're just sitting there having cocktails at this place, and all of a sudden there's this hand in my lap, and I'm like, "Well, excuse me, I need to go to the ladies' room." <laughs> all right, well, come on, at the Playboy Mansion, come on, share. There had to be a bunch of situations where you know, because that's people think of the Playboy Mansion with the grotto and all these things like. 
like that. You, there's got to be stories you know, there. I, you know, it's funny. I only one time, you guys. Right. One time, this one girl took an interest in me. She was a playmate of the year, so you know she was gorgeous. Of course. And she asked me to go to dinner with her, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so nice because I was new to LA. Right. I thought, how great. So luckily, before we went to dinner. Um, one of the ladies from Playmate Promotions called me and said, hey, I heard you're going to dinner with this person. I just want you to be aware that she's really into girls. Oh, wow. And I guess they knew that I was probably kind of green, green, very <laughs> green. And so I was like, oh, well, thanks for letting me know. So right. at least while, while we were at dinner and we're talking, chatting it up. And she goes, she goes, um, oh, well, you know, I've been with more women than I have men. And I said, oh, well, women have never been my thing. <laughs> How far into the conversation did this go? You know, it was probably, oh, I don't know, 30, 30 okay. 45 minutes okay. maybe. But did you feel uncomfortable? Was she, was she, I didn't was feel it a nice uncomfortable approach? at all. She seemed totally cool about That's it. That's great. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hang out with you again. Right, right. Boom, ghosted. <laughs> never heard from her ever again. And she was a playmate of the year? Playmate of the year. Tina, you got you to gotta break her off a piece next time. I mean, come <laughs> on. What is your problem? Them, girl, you got to break up. A it piece. was so funny because I just thought, oh, no big deal. And right. She's like, oh, bye, honey. I'll see you soon. And no, okay. never again. I tried calling her, you guys. <laughs> I was ghosted by a playmate of the year. Jeez. That's a rare one. Um, so let me ask you this off that note. You know, I see you're the Playboy Mansion, all this and that. Have you ever had friends going, well, I guess I'm going home with these people. See you later. Have you ever seen a friend do that or anything like that? You know, there was always that kind of okay. thing going on okay. out there. I right. mean, needless to say. Of or the, in the grotto. I mean, you could literally walk into the grotto and see people having sex in there. I mean, right. that wasn't anything unusual. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, I get that. Yeah. Me being me, I was always too afraid, you guys. I was always like, I don't want to be the brunt of gossip right. all around the company on Monday. But then again, I've gotten, you know, I've gotten better. I was always a buzzkill. Okay. You know, so I'm trying to be much more open-minded. But you know how I am. I'm always like, oh my God, everybody be talking about me. <laughs> Tina was getting on with two other girls in the grotto. Well, no, good I point. Just... <laughs> I mean, you know what? In that situation, you can talk about me all day. Did you yeah. see Chris in there? There was Chris again. Whoa, there it's Chris again. Well, of course, because guys love that attention. <laughs> guys want to have... Guy, everybody wants to hear a guy, oh, he was with two gorgeous girls. Right. Somehow you're a hunk. And the rest, and the girls are a slut. Yeah, but once again, I mean, I was that type of person where I thought I wanted all that, and when it comes down to it, I was like, eh, you know, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been in bed with two girls where I was kind of like, eh, I don't think I want to be here, you know, I and sneak out. <laughs> well, not about sneaking out. It just wasn't like, you know, I mean, it seemed fun and it seemed great, but in reality, I was like, you know, it's not really what I want to do right now. So. Don't you think? I think we blow these things up in our heads. It is in our heads. It's just got to be so great to do this. Of course it's it just, is. You know, it's going to be so exciting. And, and porno doesn't help make it even less of a reality. I mean, right? come on. Because, I'm, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to burst anyone's bubble out there, but I hope don't you burst all my realize bubble, Tina. that porn is... That's fake. God you know damn it, many, Tina. You know I said, don't guys, burst my bubble. God damn a, there it. There was a movie on a couple of years ago I watched. God, I got to think of the name of it. But the guy was just convinced that that was really how people had sex. <laughs> you know, that messes up your head. Of course you it messes up your real. head. Just think of teenagers that can watch it online now. They're like going, wow, this is what it's all it's about. It's like thinking big time wrestling is real. Wait, it's not? <laughs> <laughs> You mean The Rock is not really rocking it? Can you believe it? 
Those people are really not being body slammed. They're not really being hurt. Damn you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Asshole. Speaking of another uh, person who did a lot of threesomes, Hulk Hogan was doing a lot back in the day. Oh, I'll bet he was. I'll bet all those guys <laughs> right. were. Okay, so let's... Uh, I would so- say yes to The Rock for that, if you're <laughs> I would get permission for that. All right, so on the note, let's just get it all out in the open. What is your fantasy? What What is your, like, threesome fantasy? Is it with another guy or is it with two girls? Oh, no, it would be with two guys, and it would be me and Jason Momoa. Um, oh, who would I do for the third one? Because there's always somebody. You just said like The Rock. Jared Leto, okay. The Rock. All right. Um, there, I've got, like, a whole slew of them. Right. Joe Mangiello, he's married, though. <laughs> Maybe we could get permission. I don't know. I mean, his wife's really hot, so I can't do a threesome with them. Yeah, she's really hot. The girl from Modern Modern What's That Family? Show? Yeah. Sure. Oh my god, Sofia Vergara. That's a no-brainer with those two. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah, I'd stick with the guys. That's okay. I'm for sure the two guy thing. Okay. I, I can handle it. I you know it's I like no, I can handle. That. <laughs> well, look at you. Well, all right. You're getting all hot talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I think I need a I think I need a little cold water spritz. If you guys me. can't see right now, Tina's a little flustered right now. Her face is turning all shades of red. Let me tell you. Um, for me, I've like I said, I've done the two guys and a girl and two girls. I've had it all. So it's like I feel like it depends on who the. For me, it depends on who you're doing it with. That makes it special, you know. And that's the whole point about this. We're getting about once again. It's like, are you? Are you feeling special with the people you're doing with? Whether it be like you with what, you know, Joe Mangella and Sofia Vergara, that's a guy and a girl versus two guys. So it's like, it depends on who makes you feel special in that time that would put you in that situation in the first place. Does that make sense? Sure. I mean, you're not going to just go out and look for a threesome. You're going to look for someone, hopefully, that's into both of you guys, whomever you're doing it with. Almond Joy's got nuts, man's don't. Because sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. So that's the variety is the spice of life. All right, so let's finish off with this then. So you know at the beginning you were asking, like, how do these questions come up? How do people get into these situations? And um, once again, with all funniness aside, like, I know from my standpoint that, you know, yes, with every person that I've been with, I've had opportunities to be in some sort of girl at bringing a girl in sort of threesome um i didn't handle it right on a few and a few you know it worked out well um i am secure enough with my significant other to to talk it out figure it out and see if that's something that we want to do ergo going to like a match pleasure we both agreed that that's what we wanted to go to just to look because we're both we both like the sexual fantasy of it all and we both quite frankly, we're quite intrigued by, would we do something like that, you know? So when we went there, we got it out of our system, and we sit there and go, would we go back? And the answer is like, you know, yeah, we'd go back to, to look again or whatever, maybe participate like by ourselves next time in a weird way, but we're, it's nothing that is um, um, pressed, you know, it's nothing like we need to do immediately. Right. Okay, so on the other half of this, how to communicate this, and how do people decide on who's going to get, you know, if, if, you're, if you get jealous or things like that if that let's say you're once again if if you're paying too much attention to the girl the guy's paying too much attention to the other person and not you yes someone's going to feel left out so just make sure when you're done in a situation like that look at your significant other and just say hey look i i didn't like what happened i'm feeling a little insecure and let's move on you know in summation i think again communication is what we always say and you better know your partner and you better know them damn well because once you open this pandora's box you don't know what's going to happen where it's going to lead and sometimes no matter how much you think you know your partner 
it, it could go, it could blow up in your face. It totally could blow in your face unless you're getting paid a million dollars like Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson in that movie. <laughs> hey, I'm all about that. Right. I don't give a damn whose feelings are hurt. Just give me the million dollars. You can work that shit out when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone that's another episode today i hope that uh you guys got something out of this and like i said we're not experts in this field i mean we're just like we're just speaking what we think right and um well we've been put at least we've been put in enough situation so anyway i hope it helps you and um Staying in there, everybody, in this pandemic and help trying to keep it fresh. Yeah, and for the ones of you who ain't getting your threesome fix, uh, you'll be back out on out in the market pretty soon. May I suggest a Netflix movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great time. And you can reach me at Christopher at Dating-Intelligence.com. And Tina at Dating-Intelligence.com. All right, until the next episode, be safe and be, be safe. well.